Hey, hey, everyone, this is Savate, and on today's episode of Dear College Students, I have a very special guest with me. He means a lot to me. He is my fraternity brother. He is an amazing individual. If you all ever get to meet him, I'm telling you, he is awesome. He by one of the most humblest guys. Don't even know if humblest is a word, but this guy is so humble. Like I am, I've been looking forward to this episode for a while. And who I have on my podcast is his name is Jermaine Rose. He's from Miramar, Florida. He is currently enrolled at Florida Atlantic University, and he is a 20-year-old sophomore majoring in communication studies. His aspirations are to either become a publicist or a news anchor. He enjoys fitness wholeheartedly. He even motivated me to get back into the gym. You know? Like, <laughs> like for real. Like he was on me. And he also plans on attaining his personal training cer- certification by the year of 2020. Um, he's an easygoing individual. He has a great head on his shoulders, a great future ahead of him. And also he's the only child. And he's from a Jamaican household. And at an early age, he learned how to take responsibility for himself very quickly. He is currently a multicultural program coordinator at FAU. He does a lot, y'all. And also, he is an active member of the Undisputed Upsilon Theta chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, which is also my chapter as well. And without further ado, I have Jermaine Rose. Jermaine, thank you. No problem, no problem, man. Good to be here. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. And I want to start off by asking you, how did being raised in a Jamaican household shape you into who you are today? Um, Being raised in a Jamaican household definitely shaped me um, as far as the way I am today, only for the simple fact that they're very stern. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean that in the sense of when you're coming from a different country, you view the United States as a form of opportunity as a form of liberation. Like you want to take it and run with it. You want to squeeze and pick any and every opportunity, any and every chance that you can get to make something better of yourself. And not only for yourself, but your your children as well. And with me being the only child, it kind of took a toll on my family to really push me to go in the direction because I'm the only person they have really. And they live through me. So with that being said, they really wanted me to succeed through all odds and, you know, definitely pursue higher education and things of that nature. Never wanted me to fall off track by any means. That's real. I definitely see what you're saying with the fall off track, because especially as a college student, it's very easy for us to get distracted and just be like, forget it. Like <laughs> we kind of lose sight of the, of our main objective you know, sure, when, it, sure. when it comes down to college. And I, man, you're so focused. I can honestly say you are a very focused individual and like, where does that come from? Like, where does that passion deep within come from? I'll say it comes from, well, first and foremost, you have to be self-motivated. That's true. Um, no one is going to want it for you like you want it for yourself. Right. And with that being said, I just think about me not being selfish. And what I mean by that specifically is me thinking 10, 20 years down the line, like if I'm selfish now and not taking the proper precautionary measures as far as going to school I'm attaining my certification, things of that nature, then I can't set my family up for success in the future. And um, my wife up, I can't set my potential kids up. Like all that, it really motivates me. And like I said, you have to be self-motivated first. Like no one's going to want it for you like you want it. So I'll definitely say that burning passion, that burning fire 
within me is it strikes up from thinking about my future and also thinking about myself because you know you're your first line of defense that, and you can only be your best self if you're better than you like you're your biggest enemy that, biggest competition that's real and what what was it like being raised in a single household because like for me myself i was also raised in a um you know as a only child i'm mm-hmm. sorry i meant as an only child yeah for sure um but I was also raised by a single parent, which was, you know, at times could be difficult. Mm-hmm. But it's all about, like you said, that burning passion within, you know, you can't let your environment dictate who you are going to be. Like you have to make it up in your mind that you're not going to be another statistic, you know, Definitely. especially as a black male right now in this society. It's yeah. so easy for us to make up excuses about why we cannot succeed, whether it be because of police brutality or because, you know, they they don't like us they don't they don't want us in our country but at the end of the day like it's all up to you you know yeah for sure you know there are obstacles that of course that we all face but it's not just black males it's anyone everyone has their own battles that they have to go through so what is it like for you being an only child um being an only child it definitely allowed me to take more responsibility for my actions and i'll say that stemmed from an early age now for example um, being an only child, if I wrote on the wall with crayon or marker, Jermaine, who did it? I can't blame it on nobody to the left or the right of me. I don't have any siblings. So just manning up, like taking responsibility for my actions and being like, hey, I wrote on that wall or I put marker on that wall. And it even translates to adulthood. I'm right. 20 years old, was born in 99. So it's time for me to start manning up, which I definitely feel like I've been doing since I was little. Like, right. It's no if, ands, or buts. Cause I don't, at the end of the day, I don't have nobody to turn to and be like, I mean, X, Y, and Z, you know, it's really only me. And I put a self-exuding pressure on myself to really strive to be the best that I can be because, you know, like I'm their only hope, like I can't let them down. And with me not writing on the wall or with me not putting marker on the wall, mm-hmm. that's translating into my college life. Right. I know they're spending money for me to be here. I mean, I, I, was, I wasn't blessed with having the most scholarships in the world. Right. So that being said, I'm not going to waste their money and I'm not going to waste their time as well. So right. I'll say that. that. That's real. It's all about dominating the day. Mm-hmm. It's either you dominate the day or the day's going to dominate you. For sure. At the end of the day. Because a lot of what you're saying is all about accountability. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's that's exactly. real. Especially being an only child. And I can speak for that as well. Like, you have nobody to turn to. Like, exactly. If you mess up, that's on you. That's on you, bro. <laughs> like, really you can't is. look to the left or right and be like, he did it. Like, your imaginary friend? Yeah, that's going to work for so long. Right. Exactly. Right. And what are some of the battles that you face? Because I know we all have our battles. But what are some, some of the internal battles that you had to face? Okay, I'm going to be extremely honest right now. Mm-hmm. There were times where, like, with me growing up, especially in the early stages of life, mm-hmm. and I mean from the ages of, I'll say about 7 to 13, mm-hmm. those were the times where, like, I looked to the left and right of me. I come from school because that was, like, my biggest social platform at school. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come home, and if my parents were at work because they were busting their behinds to, you know, put food on the table... So with that being said, I look to the left and right and nobody will be there. Mm-hmm. So at times, I definitely had a lot of conversations with myself. And I think that that trend, I feel like it helped me, but it hurt me because it didn't let me be as social. Right. Um, realistically, I lived in Miami Gardens and that was the most social time of my life. But with the crime rate over there and me being the only child, they didn't want me to fall by the wayside. 
So I moved to Broward. With me moving to Broward, it wasn't the same type of vibe. Like friends wouldn't knock on my door continuously. They wouldn't do that. So the only form of entertainment I had was really my phone, my thoughts, and television. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a uh, something I had to break out of when I got to college, right. as far as being more social and putting myself out there, because you don't want to fall back on only electronics. Like, and that's a big struggle within this generation, and I yeah. see it transpiring each and every day. Nobody's going outside no more, especially kids. They're not going outside. They're on Xbox, or they're not socializing with their friends. They're on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook right. or et cetera, et cetera. And I think that me being me not being as social, I had to break out of that shell some way, shape, or form. Thank God I did, because I probably would have been the biggest introvert because I'm the only child. And that's once that's a lifestyle that you only know, it's very hard for you to get uncomfortable. I mean, yeah. you have to challenge yourself. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to make being uncomfortable comfortable, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. And anybody who knows it, I mean, they can testify as well. Um, so with me not being comfortable with like being alone majority of the time or Mm-hmm. Um, not going outside or not playing with friends. You know, I did things like join clubs and get social, you know, right. breaking out of that habit at an early age so it wouldn't transpire into adulthood. And that's what I feel like I did. That, that's real, especially with the social media nowadays because it's like people don't realize that, yes, social media is good, it is powerful, but at the same time, we still need human to human interaction. We still need right. to see somebody physically right, right. and not just over the media because social media is starting to lead not only into depression, but I- social isolation. Right. It's like, yeah, you're connected on your phone, but but in real life, you can't hold a, a respective conversation. Exactly. Or even if you go out to dinner with somebody like you see everybody's on their phone. It's like, yeah. what's, what's your point of even what's coming, exactly. wasting gas, coming to a designated spot. <laughs> And just being on your phone. It makes no sense to me. And I'm I'm not gonna lie. I definitely had to change my habits and mm-hmm. change my ways, start putting timers on my phone to limit my social media interaction right. or whatever. Because it's kind of addicting, I'm not gonna lie. Right. It's kind of addicting to see, yeah, you're connected or whatever, but it puts a pressure on you to feel like you have to live up to that person's, you know, lifestyle or whatever. Right. So I had to get away from that. And yeah. had to because the mind is very powerful. If you don't use it, you're gonna lose it. That's true. And your skills as far as socializing, you're just holding a conversation. That's why so much social anxiety nowadays, because, you know, people are scared to get out of their comfort zones to actually make the first move and initiate conversation. They're scared. That's why they go on their phone. They use their phone as a line of defense rather than socialize. Which is so sad because it's like people can't even get a good job now because it's like you can't even get through the interviewing process without being on your phone. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's just a whole another conversation right there. Yeah. But um, what what got you interested in becoming a publicist or a news anchor? And you, or you could just talk about both. Yeah. Um, those definitely at the time being, it's definitely subject to change as I matriculate through college. But for the time being, those are my dream jobs. My major is communication studies, so I definitely wanted something in close alignment with that. Right. Um, as far as being a publicist, um kind of self-explanatory as far as communications is concerned i really enjoy public speaking mm-hmm. i love socializing with people i love putting myself out there right and i've made being uncomfortable like i have it to the point where it's comfortable mm-hmm. um definitely seeing people's perspectives talking to them speaking on behalf of a company i definitely see myself doing that i definitely see myself as far as the news anchor position is concerned i see myself on somebody's tv screen in a suit 
definitely sure. talking and reporting the the news or whatever the case may be letting people know what's going on in the world um i feel like it's a gift many people have social anxiety like mm-hmm. i stated before and their public speaking it shocks them it's, they're so scared so scared to do it so scared to stand up even if it's three people you know they're scared and i feel like i was blessed with the courage and you know the social you know the social platform of putting myself out there and not being afraid cuz somebody got to deliver a message yeah. and if you're too scared to do it then definitely leave it to the the better man and i feel like i'm blessed in that sense like i'm not scared to put myself out there i'm not scared to hold a conversation right. so yeah that's actually why i went the communication studies route as far as mm-hmm. me attaining my degree cuz you know i just felt like it was the best fit yeah definitely as long as you focus on your passion and what you really want to do you're going to be successful for sure you, you're definitely going to be successful for sure and what cuz i know you um were talking about like as a child you played a lot of sports what are some of the sports that you got into um let's start with the basics uh basketball mm-hmm. football mm-hmm. um i even played baseball for a year mm-hmm. um baseball as well i even wrestled oh wow did track mm-hmm. um when i and i would say that me doing that it was the environment that i was in cuz yeah. everyone was very competitive what with me living in miami gardens like everybody they want to be that dude who's on tv playing football or playing basketball right so i did have sports aspirations as far as dreams of being in the league or whatever mm-hmm. but i quickly came to a reality like i mean it's really for fun at this point right so um that's what made me get involved like uh i'll say that area is very competitive because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a poverty shop and i mean that like in the sense of that's some of those kids only way out so yeah, you're going to play sports you're going to try to do that and I definitely fell down that route. It's not bad. Like mm-hmm. playing sports keeps sure. you out of a lot of trouble. Ooh, yes. <laughs> it, it it saves lives, really. Yeah. When people find, or even adolescents, even kids who find a sport that they really love and enjoy, they're going to dedicate all their time to it after school, mm-hmm. even on the weekends. Instead of sitting in front of a TV playing video games, you're going to be on the field grinding or you're going to be on the court getting up free throws or you're going to be at the batting cages right. or, you know, you're even going to be swinging a racket if you like tennis, you know, things of that nature. So, I definitely say that's why I played a lot of sports. You know, basketball, football, wrestling, track. I mean, the mm-hmm. list goes on. Like, that's true. Yeah, and it's all and it's also good for your mental health as well. For sure, and especially for the kids that, that are growing up. They they have to have that that human interaction, like I said before, because these video games is not where it's at. It's well, not. It's killing the youth. It's it is. Killing them. It is not yeah. only your right. like, not only your social interaction, but simple things like physical features like your eyes like yeah my mom always used to tell me not to sit too close or watch too much tv because it can definitely harm your eyes that's and i see that happening bro like <laughs> i see it happening right happening. and what got you so involved in fitness 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 um it actually started when i first started playing football okay. um realistically when you're playing football at an early age like young they have pounds and they have weight classes mm-hmm. also with ages too so I first started playing football when I was 12, and that's a 100-pound weight class when you're dealing with Little League sports. It was a 100-pound weight class, but I was 80 pounds, and I definitely wanted to put on mass, and that motivated me because at a point in time, I was really getting, like, smashed around the field, Right. and no one wants to do that. So with that being said, I decided to – it all started with self-motivation, like I said, like just doing things like watching YouTube videos and getting involved with calisthenics. You Mm -hmm. do it for two to three weeks – and you see your muscles start to enlarge. So you're like, oh, okay. And definitely right. the progress is motivation in itself because you see that it can be done. So mm-hmm. now you're at a point where like, 
man, like, I want to see how far I can take this. Right. I want to see how far I can go. I want to see how far I can push before, you know, I hit my breaking point or my body hits my, hits his natural breaking point. Right. Me doing it naturally. Like, it's so amazing how far, like, things like calisthenics, like push-ups, sit-ups, squats, um, pull-ups can go. Like, and it's so beneficial on the health side. Like, you'll be surprised. Uh, healthy diet plus like and Ooh, just yeah. like 20 push-ups a night it can make a big difference compared to not doing anything something is always better than nothing that's true and so you know that's how i got involved in fitness lamest terms didn't want to get pushed around no more <laughs> and when i seen i knew it was working when i seen like when i seen the compliments i was getting or i seen like mm-hmm. the looks i was getting like man jermaine what you been doing like right and it's really just push-ups every night or sit-ups every night and mm-hmm. you know i was already eating properly so mm-hmm. I just needed the fitness portion and that really changed it. And I got addicted to it in a good way. Right. I got addicted to fitness in a good way. Um, I started working out when I was 12. I'm 20 years old now and I still keep fitness like number one in my life because health is definitely wealth. So. Definitely. Yeah. And it always feels good to get the compliments. It, too. Does, <laughs> it definitely does. Like, like it's that one compliment that would just make your whole day. Yeah, for sure. Honest. Especially from the opposite sex. Oh, like, yeah. You know, getting out, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You look good. Oh, I see your arms. Like that's definitely right. like fulfilling. So fulfilling, too, because, you know, you put the work in the natural exactly. way and like you're reaping the benefits that you so Right. So it's like, oh, let me flex real yeah, quick. Yeah, let me flex real quick for the one time. <laughs> and. Even with the fitness, what inspired you even more to go into um, pursuing a training cert- uh, certification? Um, really the the results that I was getting. Okay. Um, I would say like because when you're getting results, people want to know what you did to get <laughs> those real. results. Yeah. So it's like, man, you used to be eighty pounds, and now you're putting on so much mass, and you're doing this, and mm-hmm. you're not taking any weight gainers, and you're not doing anything illegal you're not injecting steroids you're doing it the natural way right i see the progress man put me on so it's kind of like i'm blessed with the opportunity to put you in a position to succeed too right like not being selfish and being like no i'm not gonna tell you my secrets right health is wealth i want to i want to see you live a long time too right you know so that being said that's what motivated me to get into fitness and not only fitness but personal training as a whole right when i came to college one of my first on-campus jobs was working at the rec center and I loved it because I got to see people on a daily basis. And it's self-motivating when you walk up to somebody and you say, um, hey, like, I see you. Like, did you you look slimmer. Like, and you see the glow in their face when it's really true. Because right. I definitely did see people on a consistent basis that'll come in and they'll look a lot slimmer right. than like the beginning of the semester. Yeah. And I see the work that they put in and I'm not afraid to tell them like, hey, you're doing good. Keep it up. Right. Like, and that's self-rewarding for them because they like, man, somebody's noticing. Exactly. So it pushes them more. It pushes them more to succeed more, to get in the gym more. I've seen people waking up way earlier now to come to the gym. Man. And that's like, you know, I see the progress. So right. it doesn't take much for me to like, hey, like I see people doing this and I'm not even certified. Let me right. get my certification. Let me learn the game in and out. And let me capitalize off this. Let me help you help yourself. Right. You know. And even when I'm when I'm up at the gym at six in the morning, bro, like there's so many people there. So now. much people. And it's like health is a new wave. Yeah. Right? And and not only that, it just shows like if you start to change your thoughts and change your mentality about yeah. what you're doing and actually stay consistent and focus on that goal, it it's amazing it's what amazing. it does in your life. Just period. Like yeah. all around, internally, externally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You see your waist size drop a couple, you know, yeah. pounds and you're like, man, like, 
Right. This is dope. Like, let me see how far I could go. Exactly. So you do it more and you do it more consistent. You see 10 pounds drop off now. You're like, okay. Yeah, like, let me just keep yeah, on Yeah, let going. me keep going. Like, <laughs> why would you stop if you're getting the results that you wanted to begin with? Exactly. So. And what are some key tips, um, you know, for people who are having trouble accepting who they are as a person? Um, Things I would say is just, at the end of the day, know that nobody's perfect. Yeah. Um, And any struggle that you think you have and you're dealing with alone is somebody else dealing with it. Um, It's just that they're not as brave as you to speak up about it. You know? That's real. Um, I say the first step is admitting you have a problem. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. Just admit. Feel free to talk to anybody. Reach out. And if they're not giving you, you know, what you want, reach out to another person. Right. Billions of people on this earth. So mm-hmm. for you to just to come to one person, it doesn't make any sense. Right. And but like I said, like I reiterated before, like it's other people going through the same thing as you. Right. Um, you can definitely start groups with a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, this group therapy plenty of places yeah and now we're at a point in society where mental health is starting to become we're starting to become more aware of mental health Mm -hmm. and all these internal issues and things like that so people are definitely on the same wave you just have to reach out i mean don't bottle a lot of things up as far as depression and stuff like that because it can really make you go crazy and it can really hurt you in the long run so i just say link up with um for example at florida atlantic university we have caps counseling and psychological services and that has saved so much lives i've heard just with you going in there and letting your heart spill out just talking to somebody and like reaching out that can Mm -hmm. say that can save you and it could really be a big help and a lot of it comes from dropping your pride too for sure because pride is that can be the devastation of you and if you need help, just admit you need help. Like, yeah. honestly, even self-disclosure with myself, mm-hmm. because some things that I, bat- I battled with as a child was I suffered from a lot of low self-esteem mm-hmm. because I was obese. I was around 10 years old, weighed 200 pounds, mm-hmm. short. I was at the point where the doctor told me, you need to be put on a diet, otherwise yeah. you can develop diabetes. Yeah, So sure. it, it was up to me. And it's like, I need help. I got the help that I needed. I dropped over 50 pounds mm-hmm. and I'm great. And you see you selling your story now. Exactly. It can be an inspiration to somebody else all because you weren't afraid to talk about your situation. Exactly. Now it's, uh, you know, it's only going up from there. Right. You know, that message gets to somebody else. Oh, he was? Damn, I can do it too. Exactly. So, and last question. Um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a college student battling with their self-esteem or just not even a college student, just anyone battling with self-esteem? Um, self-esteem. That's a big thing. Yeah. Because if you're not confident in yourself, like it's 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 really not good. So I'll say, like I said, reach out like, hey, I'm battling with my self-esteem. Um, reach out to a professional. Reach out to your friend. Like, what do you think are some things that I can do to really battle this? Right. For example, if you come to an individual like me, like, why do you feel like that? I'm going to always boost you up. Yep. Um, it's simple things like getting a haircut can really make you feel good. <laughs> Don't it? <laughs> like, going to the gym can really make you feel good. I feel right. like people feel lost in the time being, and they don't realize it's another day ahead of them. Right. Like, they get too lost in the moment of being, hey, this day didn't go well. And then if another day doesn't go well, it's kind of like a, a downward slope from there. So... Right. I'll say this. This is a positive thing to do. Every day, think of things that went good in your day and think of things that went bad in your day. You'll always, the little things, it's the little things too. Like, I woke up this morning. That's a great thing. You know? Oh, I might have failed this test, but 
hey, I'm still in school and I'm still grinding and I'm going to learn from this failed test to mm-hmm. go to the study center and, you know, things of that nature. Like, always right. make a pros and cons list. I feel like people are too stuck on the bad things and never want to, mm-hmm. you know, recognize the good things that they do. People sell themselves short. I mean, yeah. we're all human. We all going to make mistakes. And like I said before, nobody's perfect. Right. So, and you know, even with you saying that, you know, just be thankful for the little things. Even with failing the test, at least you could see the test. Yes. At least you could write on the test. Yes. At least you can breathe enough to take, to the, take test. the test. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the small things. And it's because we're so wired because of society to think of all the negative things right. that we take the little positive things for granted. Right. Even me and you being being able to talk right now right, is right, a blessing. Right. Exactly. So me being it's able just to communicate. Exactly. Exactly. It's always the small things. And Jermaine, I want to say thank you. Unfortunately, we're running out of time, but thank you so much for being on the podcast. I've been looking forward to you for weeks. No pressure, no pressure, man. <laughs> um, thank you to all my listeners who constantly support my podcast. And I say this after each episode. I thank you all. You all truly motivate me. You constantly motivate me. You don't even know how much. And I just thank you all. Please continue to like, subscribe, and just continue to listen to your favorite episode. Share it with others. Thank you all so much. And I hope you all have a great day.